It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book Close Encounters of the Worst Kind and the captivating memoir Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine, and today I have an excellent show for you. It is going to be so interesting, and some of it may even blow your mind. So, so um, just hang in there. We're going to talk about some really interesting things. Modern mystics, channelers, and healers, Renee and Anthony, are with us today, and they are the voices behind Blue Soul Earth which is focused on igniting global consciousness by bridging the worlds of science and spirituality. Combining their intuitive gifts, they tap into the hidden and inner worlds that shamans, sages, and spiritual masters speak of, where transformational healing takes place. They channel the ascended masters, a collective of non-physical beings from higher realms of consciousness as well as other energies. Through their study with Spirit Courses and Blue Soul Masters advanced, advanced Program, their intention is to help others reach an expanded level of consciousness and to become their own Ascended Master. As founder of Magic Sauce Media, Renee spent more than two decades in branding, journalism, and technology, having traveled to over 90 countries and lived in 11. Renee integrates a myriad of mind-body methods into her work. She is, certified in fem- she is a certified female instructor through the Emotional Institute and has published several photography, uh, photo- photography books. Um, and as a founder of Speech Synergy, Anthony has, as a bilingual speech and language pathologist and therapist who has helped underserved populations in schools for over decades. He speaks five languages, is a longtime Vinyasa Yogi has a number of martial arts accreditations and specializes in Kung Fu and Chinese Kempo. So uh, today, if you're calling in, Renee and Anthony will be happy to take your questions and hopefully channel the information that you're looking for. So we're going to get started, and I'm going to bring on these exciting guests. Good morning, Renee and Anthony. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Randy. It's so great to be here. Thanks for having us on. Thank you for having us. We're excited to be here. <laughs> You're so welcome. Well, we're, I'm excited to have you. This is going to be a very interesting show. So I want to start off with, first of all, the title of the show is What's Going On in the World? And so I think this is at the top of everybody's minds. So it's there's something major going on, a universal conscious shift. Um, there's a change. I know we're moving into another dimension. Um, there's so much that is confusing right now. Can you share with us what you know about this time and place and how we can deal with this? Um, yeah, I 
Um, let me think here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is a big question here. Um, okay. Do you so, want me to narrow it down? Let me think here. When, you know, when I look at the world and what's going on, you know, with the shift, I kind of like to take everything and break it down a little bit. And there is definitely a shift going on in the world. And I think there's a shift going on in our consciousness as well. And how do we deal with these things? I believe it's we all have to take this on an individual level. And we have to see where we are in this world, um, where we are on our spiritual paths, and how we're going to relate to this change in consciousness. Because each individual has his and her own unique path and his and her own unique way of dealing with this change in consciousness. There's not really any one particular path or way to deal with it. We all have our own ways to do it. Yeah, and I also think, you know, um, something that you had said, Randy, you said sort of a shift in dimensions, right? And so we yeah. see it as, or the way our guides explain it anyway, is that there's a shift in consciousness, right? It's not really that we're moving into another dimension, right, in a linear way. So we've been so conditioned as human beings to think about things in linear ways, right, up, down, right, left black, white, right? And so when we're thinking about it from that perspective, it's not truly accurate, right, in in a quantum world. So in a quantum world, everything's circular. So think about it more as a layers of a cake, if you like, you know, where you're shifting and moving in between these different layers of consciousness. And that's really the dimensional shift that people are feeling right now. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you for for, um, explaining that. So what I'm hearing from people who are also channels and mystics and, and healers, people that do similar work to you, is that there's going to be something major that's going to happen where um, those some of us will be shifting into fifth dimension and some of us will not. And this is so broad um, that I just want to say that and see if you have any feedback on that. Um, yeah, um, I think we do. I mean, Renee and I look at things differently than I, I, I would suppose other mystics do. I mean, the major focus that, we, that comes through us is basically we're all connected. Um, we look at things based on, uh, on love itself, really. Now, concerning other dimensions, and some people are going to shift and others aren't, I, we really don't look at, look at it in that particular way. We do see people shifting and the consciousness shifting. And some people <clears throat> choosing not to. So from that vantage point, yeah. you're right. Some people are choosing not to shift into a... Uh, more loving vibration, right? That more loving vibration and way of being and showing up in the world. And when you're not shifting into that, you could say from a linear perspective that you're not moving into the another dimension. Yeah. I think there are going to be some people there, you know, that are kind of, that simply do not want to change. And that's okay too. That's their, you might say that's their spiritual path. Um I'm not sure if they're going to be necessarily left behind somewhere, but I do know that 
when one when the majority of human beings shift their consciousness that it does have a ripple effect not only here in these this on the earth but also throughout the universe itself um yeah but, it doesn't yeah. need to be um a 90% thing it actually needs to be around 1 or 2% right so if 1 or 2% of the global population shifts their consciousness that has a ripple effect on everything else that that occurs. Yeah. Okay. If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, yes, it makes it makes total sense to me. So, for those one or two percent that do shift more easily or are willing to grow spiritually and become aware and do shift into the fifth dimension. How is that going to be perceived by those who are still in the third? <laughs> okay. That's all perception, of course. Yeah. But, this um, is like ascension. I'm talking about ascension is what, you know, what okay. I'm talking about. All right. This is, how, this is how we're going to explain it in this way. So when we think of ascension, we think about going up. We're going to ascend. But remember... In a field of consciousness, in a quantum aspect of consciousness, in the spiritual realms, there is no ascension and there is no descension. There's no lateralization. There's no side to side. There's no up and down. There's no here and there. And so there is no third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, right? And, you know, it's, we, I mean, we have colleagues and friends who are spiritual teachers and mystics and do experience you know, do refer to the fifth right. dimension. So, you know, it's not necessarily incorrect. It's just, you know, as our guides explain it in a quantum universe, there really, as Anthony was saying, there really is no up and down. So rather than think about it as ascension to fifth, think about it more as a a vibrational shift in how you show up in the world. So you're, it's not like, you know, you're moving into something higher. You're moving... You're, you're really what you're doing is you're shifting into something that is more vibrationally connected to love. Yeah, you may love. you may think about it in this way that um, you are opening your heart. You're opening your you might, as our guides will say, it's your divine self to a different vibration, to more frequencies that are encompassing love itself. And when that occurs, there's going to be, there's a shift in you as a human being and as a soul that you start becoming connected, not just only to, you might say, other human beings, but you're becoming connected to everything and all the energies here on this earth plane and beyond that as well. Yeah, here's a funny analogy, which you might find humorous. Um, when, When people wake up and they start having this sort of spiritual awakening, and it can be as small as you know, suddenly you're walking outside and you see a flower in a different way, right? You just have this acute awareness that's much more present to the present moment than it was before. So suddenly you're grateful for the flower and, you know, the kitty cat on the street. And so that's sort of this small kind of awareness that someone might have in their day. And then over time, you know, that might start to increase where you're having these more grateful moments on a regular basis. And then the other extreme, of course, is you have a, a full-on kundalini awakening <laughs> where your body starts 
to shake and, you know, everything's just kind of opening up and you start receiving messages and, you know, from yes. other dimensions, you know what's going on, you're getting messages. That's the other extreme, right? And there's all these layers in between that people are experiencing and they're not really understanding what's going on. Um, but as Anthony said, when you're when you're starting to open up, right, so the on the one side of the extreme, right, the grateful for the flower and the person at the Starbucks counter in a way that you hadn't perceived before, you know, what's going to start to happen over time is like you're, it's almost like your crown chakra is opening up and it's saying, guess what? I'm actually open for business, right? You know, our guide <laughs> likened it to a new hotel that just opened. And it says, okay, vacancy. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm open for business. And then, you know, the crown chakra is open for business. So the antennas, because we're all, we're all energy, remember, right? So right. if we're all walking antenna, all of us are. We all have this ability. Then suddenly when you're open for business, these other dimensional beings, if you like, the multidimensional beings, can start to connect to you. And, of course, that's going to turn your world upside down and inside out. So, yeah. you know, and I mean, it's, it's just a funny analogy. But once you're open for business, you're saying, you know what, I'm open. I've moved out of the fear grid, and I've moved into the embrace oneness grid, which is the grid of love. And then suddenly more and more things start coming to you. I think what's important is when we start to view ourselves as spirit first and as this, these multi-dimensional beings that are truly connected to everything, and we see the, the God or the goddess or just the source energy in us, then we start to change our perspective and we start to look at things differently in who we are as human beings. And I think that's really what this, this, this conscious, this shift is that's occurring now um, on our planet. I think it's always been occurring, but I think now it's occurring even faster than ever before. So is this what is happening with the pandemic? Because there's, there has to be some bigger, greater reason for, for why we've all been stopped in our tracks. And I know that a lot of people during this time are, are awakening uh, because this is the first time that they've had to really sit with themselves. They have not, they can't go out and be busy all the time, or they haven't been able to in the past, you know, with this, um, with the, the pandemic. So is this part of what you refer to as the shift? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, if you think about it as a collective consciousness, unknowing or not, right, we called the pandemic in. You know, when a, when a species is spinning out of control, as we have for so long, you know, not treating the environment with respect, not treating others with respect, um, you know, polarizing everything between, you know, religion, color, um, you know, you name it, you know, humanity wants to polarize it, you know. And so when, you, when you're spinning out of control for as long as we have, your collective consciousness at a soul level will call in something to slow you down and stop you in your tracks. Because otherwise, how do you get forced, right? You don't get forced to go inward unless a disaster happens. Yeah, all That's times, true. you know, as, even as individuals, um, when we're going through any type of spiritual awakening, if we don't 
open up to it, something, you might say our, our soul itself will stop us and say, listen, you must sit, you must slow down, and you must start to go inward and start looking at who you are as a person. And I think for us as human beings, that's something that happens. We all had to stop. We had to literally sit and figure out what we were doing as a species and how we can heal each other. And I think that is part of the conscious shift that's occurring at this very moment as well. Yeah, and I would say, and I would say to listeners too, you know, when you're, when, as we're all going through this, right, each and every person is going through the pandemic globally. It's not like it's happening in Kansas and not happening in Japan. So I think, you know, it's our choice in every single moment how we choose to perceive the pandemic. So, And I'm not saying it hasn't been hard. And I'm not saying that, you know, we shouldn't sit with uh, perhaps, you know, mourning if we've lost a loved one to COVID or, you know, mourn the loss of our old self if we've lost a job because of, of COVID. So all of these things are very, very real in this human reality, these, you know, the, the perceived physical bodies that we're, that we're running around in. So all of that's real and, and we want to honor it. So we're not dismissing it by saying, you know, just, you know, look COVID in the face and smile and, you know, but we are saying that you do have a choice to see how you perceive it because through every major transitional shift, in history, right, for as long as we can remember, there's always um, this kind of uh, trauma, if you like, collective trauma in order to wake a entire global society up, right? Yeah, right, So right. it's needed. needed. Okay, so you were talking about how we wake up because there's been so much polarity, yet there's more polarity than there ever has been or that we've ever been aware of. It seems that everybody is pulling into very different directions. There, it doesn't seem to be a unified consciousness. Um, and the, our country is upside down, completely upside down. Nothing makes sense anymore. It's, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced. It's like the opposite of what should be. Um, and there is so much fear in people. People are fearing this virus. They've been under control now. The government is controlling how they see it. Governments everywhere, all around the world, are trying to control how we see it. And, it's, and they found that it's a great way, this, this virus is a great way to control their people. So it just seems so confusing and topsy-turvy. So what is all this confusion about? Okay. Uh, <laughs> now, oh God, okay. We were just having a, a very intense conversation about this at dinner last night. So, you know, when, <laughs> when there's a shift in your consciousness, and I'm, I'm going to tell you how that shift occurred in me. I'm originally from New York. And um, my shift in consciousness went from being a very negative individual to a very positive individual. So when, when we say that Anthony moved from New York to California, we mean, we don't mean the Upper West Side, we mean the Bronx. The Bronx. <laughs> <right>. Okay. <laughs> so, so this is what I want to try to 
if I can explain to you and to the audience. So when you talk about that the United States is in more confusion than ever before, well, then I would say this. That's not necessarily true. The world isn't more confused than it's ever been, and I don't believe that governments are trying to control us more than it's ever been before. I still, in my own perspective and what I see as a channeler, that we are, as human beings, more open and more free than ever before to choose what it is that we need. And remember, out of every time there is a confusion that occurs. Or chaos, or, if you want to perceive it as chaos. If you perceive it as chaos, you can do it that way. But every time that we as a species goes through this type of um, development, human um, uh, ascension or Trans- awakening, transition. transition, there is always some type of confusion going on. It may appear to be that everybody is confused and scared, but in order to really move forward and to change your consciousness, there has to be some type of confusion. It's literally getting out of your box that you're so comfortable in, and then moving out of it. Yeah, I mean, it's really, it's funny. I mean, Tony Robbins, um, I, I, you know, love him or hate him. I've done a lot of work with him over the years. And I remember years ago I was doing um, a really intense powwow with him, and he said, you know, the, the, when you really start to stretch your limits is when you are furthest from your comfort zone. And then the other thing he always used to like to say was, when you're feeling confused, wow, that's great because you're right at the precipice of a major breakthrough. So, you know, we equate, you know, we can run a parallel here in the spiritual uh, language and spiritual world to say that that breakthrough is just a spiritual opening and a spiritual awakening to see things in a different way. So, you know, I will all, one of the things that I, that I will say is, you know, um, Anthony, um, you know, he's, he, he was actually responding to it from a perception perspective. So in other words, if you decide to see the chaos and the polarity as chaos and polarity getting worse, then that's what's going to show up for you. And I'm not, you know, we're not saying it's not happening. I mean, what happened in Texas, you know, in my women's group, uh, Magdalene Sisters, we have this monthly gathering uh, called Magdalene Sisters where women meet and, you know, we get channeled messages with Magdalene every month. And, you know, the women in that group run from 20 to 70. And, you know, there were a lot of tears shed um, in the last uh, last couple of meetings because we've got Afghanistan, right, the Taliban, um, yes. you know, yes. back. You know, all the confusion about, like, what women are going to go through in Afghanistan and here in our own United States, look what's happening in Texas. Um, you know, women don't have a choice anymore, and there's women in our group who are 70 stunned, right? Like, they cannot believe this has happened in their lifetime after the progress right. we've made. It appears on the surface that we're going backwards, right? Like, kind of what you were saying, Terry. It's like yes, it there's does. more yes. Yeah, there's polarity between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. And, you know, and we do have a lot of friends. Anthony and I both lived in Europe. We have a lot of friends who, you know, especially in Europe, who remember, they're old enough to remember that government control. And they're like, what's going on? You know, I'm being told I can't do this if I'm not vaccinated. And so there's a lot of fear 
Um, and then there's the conspiracy theories that if I get the vaccine, I'm going to be programmed, you know, by, you know, by a bot in my system. So, you know, I think that when we play into or we focus on conspiracy theories, it takes us away and further away from the vibration of love. You know, and it's it's not to say that it's not happening, but if you think of that lower vibrational craziness that's happening out there, the conspiracy theories, the polarity, like Texas, hello, like what's happening in Texas? If you look at that as a setback, then that's where you're going to spend your time. Think about that as the three dimension. If you choose to spend your time in that energy or that field, that's kind of being left behind. I mean, I hate to use that language because mm-hmm. it has religious connotations, and that's not what I mean. But, right, you know, right. that you're going to be spending your time in a lower vibrational field of energy that's focused on destruction and fear and polarity. And so, you know, let that craziness exist. Just don't be part of it, right? Spend your time right. over in a different vibration and that, more and more people who choose to do that and ignore this kind of, you know, the I, I call it the the old white guard, you know, <laughs> the male white guard hanging on for their lives saying, oh, my God, I can't be in control of people anymore. You know, let them do their insanity, right? It's always existed. Right. Governments have always controlled. Well, I mean, look at Rome. Let's take a look at 2,000 years ago. Do you think that was better or worse than today? You know, back then they just killed you. <laughs> so, you know, I think, I mean, seriously, right? When you put it into perspective um, from 2,000 years ago or even, you know, 200 years ago, we've come a really, really long way. But, you know, it's confusing now because it's in your face now more than it's okay. ever been before. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes, that makes, that makes so much sense. That really does. It makes so much sense. There are, and I'm sure you're aware of this, there are so many quote unquote awakened people who are now predicting so many different things to happen to us. And so what I hear you saying is this is instead of expanding everybody that they're talking to, it's sort of shrinking them. Believing yep. in all these things. Okay. And, you know, and, and I don't buy into any of it because I just say, okay, you know, I'm just going to be me and I'm going to move. I'm going to stay in my awareness and my consciousness and what, ha- what happens, happens. I'm going to just move with it. Uh, but so many people are doing that. So what I find is that people who are um, so-called mediums, channelers, psychics, so you are channeling, when you channel, you channel the entire existence of everything that is. Some people are channeling and they're writing down and they're dicta- being dictated all this information. And I have to wonder, where is this coming from? Because it always, it's not always a positive thing. So are there different levels or or are there different entities that are coming through to these people that are giving them information that may or may not be good for the collective consciousness? Such a great question. Yeah. Okay. Great, great question, Randy. 
Boy, Randy, you know, truth is truly relative to the individual. And who's bringing the energy right. through? As our guides will often tell us, truth is depends on where it's coming from and what the perspective is. So when we channel, I've come to realize, both Renee and myself, that a lot of the information that does come through both of us is comes through what I would refer to as my higher self, my divine being, my authentic self, but it's connected to all things. Um, and remember the analogy we used earlier when you when you open up the the crown chakra and say you're open for business, yes. you become a portal. Everything comes. Everything will come, as our guides will say: the good, the bad, and the ugly. Everything okay. will come through. And when you are fully opened, you're saying to the universe, I am here, see my light. And, but again, you are in charge of what's coming through. So discernment. You have to be very, right. You yeah. have to discern. You have to be super grounded. And um, for myself as a channel, if it weren't for Renee, um, I always say I would probably be <laughs> in the funny farm. Because... <laughs> Because that's what it's like sometimes. And we act as a check and balance, right? right? There's and, a, right. and we challenge our guides all the time. All the time. If something comes through or if I feel an energy that I don't recognize, I'll say, who are you? Yeah, we debate okay. with them constantly. Yeah. But, I, but I would okay. say this. I would say this. That is a fundamental. Um, I would say this is fundamental. When the information is coming through, if it has, I mean, just think about the mm. logic, <laughs> right? Human logic. If the information is coming through, has a conspiracy theory attached to it, has a political agenda, um, you know, is is coming um, forth with fear, information that sends people into fear. Just ask yourself a really basic question: Is this from source? <laughs> is this from source energy, or okay. is this from you know, right. I mean, it's so simple that it's hard, right? Is it is it of love? Is it of divine love? Yes or no? You can feel it if you if you go to your heart place, you feel that. And you know, if it isn't, I'm sorry, that's not me. You you choose to say you choose to okay. say, I do not choose to subscribe. It's you know, it's like a social media channel, right? Do I you know choose to subscribe to something that? is, you know, irked with fear or something that fills my heart with love. It's a choice. Right. It's a choice. Right. I have a, you know, I have a client, um, I do narcissistic abuse coaching, and I have a client that came to me very, very um, just broken from from the past. And once we work through that stuff, this client had a kundalini awakening. Mm. And the person changed dramatically and became, as you talk about, the crown chakra open, open to everything. And I keep saying, I keep explaining about discernment because I think this person is really open to everything and anything. And it's making the person crazy. I don't want to say him or her because I just don't want to refer, but it's making them like 
they don't even they've lost the, the ground. They've lost, completely lost it. So um, I com- I get I've had this visual. I've worked with somebody who's actually doing this, you know. And I said you've got to learn to be discerning, to control not control, but to hone in to what's good for you and and what's not. Um, so there's you a could, lot. I mean, I, I would mm-hmm. I would tell her or him. I would tell your client that. You know, I hate to use the word normal, but that is a normal, um, you know, I mean, that will maybe bring some solace and peace that, you know, with a kundalini awakening, that kind of sense of being disconnected, disjointed, um, losing it, losing all sense of reality as we've always known it. That happens. That's normal. And, you know, I do think it's kind of, you know, you use the word control. Um, it's not quite control, right? But there there. I think the reason that you went to that word initially is because you are in charge, right? So we right, are always exactly. in charge of what we, so it's similar, but it's not exactly control because right. it really is a collaborative effort. Like with our guides, it's a collaborative effort between all of our guides and Anthony and I in our auric fields. So it, it is permission-based, but you always have a choice of how it shows up. Okay. Because Anthony went. You know, are right, really, really right. tough. <laughs> um, I, I've had somebody that's been on hold for almost 45 minutes, and I know that she would like to ask a question. So we're gonna we're gonna okay. do that now, okay? Sure. Yes. Okay. Good morning. I'm so sorry to have kept you on hold, but I hope you're enjoying the conversation. Um, did you have a question for Renee and Anthony? Yes. Good morning to you all. Um, thank you so much. I've Yes, I'm really enjoying the show. Um, my name is Patricia, um, and you know what? It really fits into what I am going through. Um, and so my question is, um, Anthony, uh, Renee and, and Anthony, my question is, um, I know that back in January I started uh, awakening, um, and here we are 10 months later, um, I've I've started having vivid dreams. And last week, um, over a three-night, um, uh, probably over three nights, um, I, I had um, three separate dreams. Um, one, um, the first night, I, um, I dreamed that I birthed a baby. And that same night, I made love to a man. So I birthed a baby and, and then um, fell back to sleep and made love to a man. And then the second night I dreamed that I was in care of one of my patients, just letting her know that I'm here to take care of you and telling her what I was about to do um, um, regards to, in regards to what that care to her that night. And then the third night I dreamed I got married. Um, and all the while I have been dreaming like this and, um, and, and, um, I've been journaling the dreams. I have been seeing one, 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 ten, ten, twelve, twelve. So I'd just like to know what do you see around these dreams and numbers for me? Um, okay. Dreams and numbers. So when we go into a dream state, we also have the ability to manipulate or control our dream states if we choose. 
But um, when you go into a dream state, you are literally allowing your soul to travel wherever it desires. And that's part of it. Um, so dream states are good. And I think it's really good that you're starting to write down everything and journal it because it's going to help you to make sense of what's going on here. Now, the numbers, you can look at these numbers as angelic numbers. You might also look at it that you could say that your guides or these angelic beings are communicating with you through numbers. This is just one opening to an awakening, a spiritual awakening now that you're going through. And it's just one path of many once you continue on it. Remember, you have a choice. You don't have to follow this path if you don't want to. But the more you follow it, the more is that's going to come to you through your dreams, through your awakened state, and everything. It just keeps going and going and going. You've always been an awakened being. You're just re-experiencing it again in this mm-hmm. lifetime, in this vibration. So I say by, by, by vibration, he means that con- consider the earth as we know it, a vibration. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're experiencing this awakening again. And that's okay. But you're just doing it in a different way. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. But just continue on this path and see where it takes you. And I would say the other thing about the numbers, um, you know, a lot of times, um, Alana Fairchild, right, she has written a Mm. lot about this and talks about the angelic numbers and these, you know, whether... um, you know, whether you connect to angels or not, right? So if you connect to angels, you could see them as angelic numbers coming up because a lot of the triple numbers, um, at least, you know, from from some channeler's perspective, like Alana, um, that's the angelic energies, or if you like, the, um, the field is coming through to kind of knock on your door, so to speak. Um, if angelic is not you know, a language or a term that resonates with you, you could simply see it more on the scientific side under the domain of sacred geometry, right? right. And this is um, often comes through us when we channel energies like Metatron, which is known to be a seraphim energy. And the mm-hmm. Metatron energy is very about science and order of the universe, right? And, you know, this is all the, you know, going back to the beginning of time, you know, Plato's talked about this. Hermes talked about this. These are the sacred geometric numbers and shapes of the universe. And, you know, these triple numbers are part of that. You could say part of that universal design. And so they're here to kind of wake us up and follow the think, think you, you could think of it this way. Follow the thread of what shows up for you, both in the dreams and the numbers, because as you do, like, an onion, (laughs) you know, you're going to peel back the layers there and then something else is going to emerge. So it's not going to stop at 11-11 or 12-12. That's simply breadcrumbs that your guides are Mm -hmm. leaving you to say, okay, wake up, pay attention Mm -hmm. to these numbers, and, you know, then start to see what emerges. And, you know, Patricia, it still happens to me. It's nonstop. Uh, It's their way of saying, 
you see, Anthony, we're still here. <laughs> We've never left because there's triple numbers all the time with me throughout the day, the evening, the morning. And it's just their way of saying we're here. We've never left. And you have the ability to continue to be on this path if you choose. Yeah, and it's funny, you know, for me, whenever, you know, we've had a tough day, we're frustrated, we want to give up because it's just too much, or, you know, retrograde hits and all of our tech stuff kind of turns our (laughs) house upside down for like a month, and we're like, really? I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) And at the moment where you're feeling super frustrated, I'll look at my phone and it's 11-11, right? And so it's almost... It, think of it as like a trigger, you know, and, and uh, Randy, who's a therapist, could probably speak to this too. It's like you're anchoring in a new vibration. So when you're frustrated and you're ready to give in to that trauma and say, oh, my God, is this, path, this spiritual path really worth it anymore? Let me just go back to being ignorant and um, <laughs> because it's easier, you know, it's just easier. Yeah, right. But, Know, then you get these numbers or you have these dreams or you have these visions and it's almost a reminder to say no plug back into the you know to the love grid over here at 1111 <laughs> right exactly okay patricia thank you so much for calling i really appreciate it and that was a great question that you asked so um i'm sure that everybody will benefit by those answers so thank you and thank have a wonderful you. day i'm going to put you back on hold so you can keep listening okay Thank you. So I have a question. There's um, a couple of other callers, and if you don't mind, we can run over the hour, but um, that's completely up to you. But my question is that I believe I am what is referred to as a starseed, meaning that um, – and, and you may feel that that's limited because – we probably all have come from every kind of dimension imaginable, but the earth has never felt comfortable to me. I've never felt comfortable in a physical body, so many different things. And I believe that I have incarnated from another galaxy. So if you could ask your guides if they know where I've come from, (laughs) (laughs) We don't have to ask our guides that because we've had this question so many times. Well, she wants to know our prime source energy. Oh, she wants prime yeah. source energy. Well, so we I, should... I don't know if I want to go into that. At well, do, do, do you know what you can do? Is... So this is what I will tell, tell everybody as being starseeds. So, yes, we are starseeds. Everybody is a starseed. We come from what? is made of the cosmos of what the universe is made of. If we look at it from um, a scientific standpoint, we are made up of star seeds. We are made up of what the universe is, the cosmos. Now, in everybody's life, in this particular life, in this vibration that we are in this earth realm, we are having experience. And many times people who feel like they don't it in their bodies, like they just don't feel comfortable, then that too is an experience. But where are you exactly from? What, what I would say, source type of energy are you experiencing? Is it something that's galactic in nature? Is it angelic in nature? Is it seraphim in nature? Is it of the earth realm in nature? So it sounds like you're having an experience 
that is something more galactic in nature? Is it Palladian? Is it Syrian? Is it Arcturian? Yes. Is it Antarian? Is it God only knows how many different species exist in our own galaxy, not to right. mention the billions of galaxies that exist within our universe and then beyond our own universe itself. So where are you from originally? Um, well, originally you're of source energy, just like everybody is. You're of God. We are God. We are universal consciousness. But exactly what are you experiencing in this particular lifetime? Well, most likely you're having an experience that comes from maybe Syrian energy, Palladian energy, whatever that species is, you're having that experiencing experience now. Why are you experiencing it? Because this is a path that your soul is trying to have at this very moment that allows you to assist other people in opening their experiences to helping them to become conscious of who they are in this lifetime. So, so that's why you're feeling yeah. um, uh, foreign in your human body. And we have many people yeah. that we work with who do our study with spirit courses or, you know, that we work with one-on-one, they will say exactly what you just said. You know, it's, it's amazing. And is it good? Is it bad? Well, it all depends on your own perspective. You see, you're putting it to use to, make it, to, to really help people, to, to assist them, to get them moving on their spiritual paths as well. So it's actually a very good thing. Okay. You know. Okay. That's, 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 that's a, so, right. I mean, what you said makes total sense. And that's why I sort of framed it that way when I said, you know, I mean, I guess we're not, all, we're not from one place. And, yes, I know the earth was inhabited by starseeds. That's how it became. That's how people got here. Um, so, so, yeah, and I know that we can incarnate pretty much anywhere in, in, in the galaxy so, uh, or beyond or whatever. <laughs> And beyond and beyond. I can't, okay. When you say that the earth was um, uh, occupied before, you know, again, as a channeler, our guides would tell us one thing. They'll say you are the great experiment. But, you know, as, uh, as a human being um, and as a speech and language pathologist, I always look at science and spirituality. I try to combine them together. And um, I try to use evolution also as a means of understanding. So, so, yes, I believe there, that we as a planet have had other, <laughs> most likely other civilizations that occupied this planet. But I cannot tell you that that is 100% true because I can't guarantee anything. Yeah, and one of the things, you know, with Anthony and you know, I, we, we, can't, we are very rooted yeah. in science and technology. That That's our background. So that's kind of what makes us a little bit different than, uh, than other channelers who are on, you know, in this, if you want to call it ascension, I, I, I really don't like the word at all because it's not really accurate about what's going on here. Um, but, you know, we, we really go back to plugging into what do we know about science and also seeing how the advancements in science are running parallel to the advancements in spirituality because they really are one and the same, even though the materialists will, you know, die. <laughs> They'll go to their grave saying that, you know, we're never going to merge these two together. And many quantum physicists will say the same, but there are others who are bolder and have more courage now 
you know, even on the quantum physicist side who are saying that, yes, there is a connection here. We can't explain it. Um, but, you know, the observer effect is real. What does that mean? What are the implications of that? And mm-hmm. that is really where you're starting to see these two worlds merge. Okay. Right. Okay. So we're going to take another caller. Um, we actually, people okay. are starting to really fill up the queue, and I don't know, I hope we'll get to them. Um, good morning. Are you calling to talk to Renee and Anthony? Okay. I can't hear you. Are you, I, I can't. We can't. We can't hear you. I'm gonna to have to put you back on yeah. hold. I'm so sorry. Okay. Let me. Let me. Um, okay. Good morning. Are you calling Hello. to talk to? Hi. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I am calling to speak with Renee and Anthony, if I could. Absolutely. Sure. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Okay. So um, I. I actually am asking about my living situation. And any details around that, I uh, have a certain amount of time. It's a kind of a time-sensitive situation. And I uh, would love to know if there's any guidance around it, finding that next place. So, yeah. So at this particular point, I am Anthony. <laughs> I, am not, I'm not in, um, I am not channeling. Um, I am just being me. So when it comes about your particular situation, yeah. I, I can't answer that. I have no idea. Yeah, oh. we'd, have to go, we'd have to go into trance and access yeah. your Akashic records, which, you know, we okay. do all the time with people. And there wouldn't be enough time to do such a personal question in a call like this because it literally involves going into your Akash, right? Okay. Um, and literally going into who you are as a divine soul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how um, how would she okay. how would she connect how would she connect with you in order to do that if she wanted to? Oh, just email us at you know info at bluesoulearth.com you know and or okay. just go to bluesoulearth.com. Yeah. On bluesoulearth.com, there's a, you know way that's the best way to connect to us is is at the info at bluesoulearth.com. But you know there's um, many different ways and. Offerings there of to, you know ways to work with us, including our study with spirit courses, which are more you know it's definitely a more reasonable way to um, experience our work without having to sign up for a private session. Um, so yeah. okay, okay, thank you. okay, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it. Keep listening. This is going to continue to be interesting. <laughs> I'm going to put you back on hold. Okay, and we have one more person. Let's see. Um, good morning. Good morning. Did you Hi, have a question? Hi. Good morning. What is your question? Uh, yes. Um, I have kind of a lot of different ideas for my next career path and just any guidance of kind of combining them or, you know, just kind of bringing them into one pathway. Um, again, <laughs> I'm not in trance, yeah. so I can't necessarily answer those questions for you, but I can tell you this from a personal standpoint. Um, it's okay to, 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 to combine your paths. It's okay to combine your professions. I do it. Yeah. Renee and I do it. And we find that when we combine our own um, our, skill, set. our skill sets, we are right. become even more expansive 
as human beings, and we touch more lives that way as well. And I would, you know, again, it's gonna, it's hard to do it in this kind of format um, in, in an audio call like this, um, especially with such limited time and, and, you know, not able to go into your Akash. But I would say this, if you're feeling a major transition, because people come to us all the time where they've either come out yeah. of corporate or, you know, they're, they're starting to feel this awakening occur in them. And so other opportunities that are more heart-centered are coming their way. And then there's the whole question of like, well, you know, I can't just, you know, jump in because I need to pay bills right. and I have a mortgage and children and all of that. So, you know, our guides will always say this, right? As these opportunities come up, they're coming forward to, for you to pay attention to. So as you start to play in the other, right, career opportunity, your soul is going to light up more and you're going to find over time that you're going to get more clarity than you ever had Mm. before. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to just start to happen, but you definitely need to play in both worlds for a while, which is always a challenge, right, because, you know, that's that idea of being being uncomfortable comfortable being uncomfortable right (laughs) become comfortable with being uncomfortable and that's when you really start to learn okay it's a hard 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 you get used to it after a while okay all right thank you thank you so much for calling in i appreciate it thank you okay Uh, thank you okay so um all right so the next (laughs) the next topic i well come on i put that on silent okay the next topic um, or the next thing I want to ask you is aliens and what is going on with, <laughs> with people okay. seeing all these ships and, you know, right. uh, people were saying they're coming and they're here. And what is the truth about that? Okay. So uh, let's talk about aliens. First of all, what are aliens? Who are aliens? Okay. First of all, we are aliens. When I say that, I mean this. We're a part of a, of, a, of a collective of species. And we don't know as human beings how many are out there, but we do know that they exist. You know, a lot of times, I, you know, it's, it's most likely that other beings look at us as being aliens as well. And that's what I say alien. Alien means foreign. And oftentimes we appear to be foreign to many other cultures as well. So are there aliens? Are there other species out there? Yes, most definitely. Do they observe us? Of course they do. Just as we observe, you know, the fish in the oceans and the animals in the jungles, the same thing is occurring with other species observing us. Why is it that we are able to connect with them more now than ever before? Well, Remember that we are connecting more with them now, or are we? Didn't we thousands of years ago connect as well? We had a connection yes. to the stars. We the did. Indigenous, our yes. indigenous, indigenous have been talking. Aborigines. Yeah. They all, the, the Egyptians. Hawaiians. They all connected with their own, um, with or the galactic. What was Hawaii? <laughs> and then, you know, there was a shift where once you start connecting with something outside of yourself, then it's going to be evil, it's going to be sinful, and don't do it. But that's changing again, isn't it? 
You know, it's funny. Um, there's a there's a comic strip, and I, I don't I don't remember where it came from, but Anthony found it the other day. If you want to explain the comic strip, yeah, I'll, there's one where you see a little a little um, alien ship, you know, saucer, and and then the um, people are looking at it and they're saying, oh, they're the, they're the devils, they're monsters, they're here to kill us, and all of these He's things. He's talking about human beings are looking look, at the looking at it spaceship and okay. the two aliens look at each other and they say oh they're not ready yet <laughs> so, <laughs> so are we as a species human ready to connect i say that we are more open now than we have been for probably a thousand years we are less afraid than ever before to connect we are able to expand our consciousness now and as a result, more and more species in this, I'm just going to say within this galaxy, are connecting to us because we are open to we're, it. We're receptive. We are receptive. Remember, we have the choice to be receptive or not receptive. And many more of us now as human beings are more receptive to this connection than ever before. And this is really, this is the basic fundamentals of manifestation, right? Yeah. If you're open to receive more abundance, joy, connection, love in your life, right? We're right in the middle of an abundance and manifestation workshop, right? These are the core fundamentals of, you know, what we teach and our guides teach. And they're the same as they've always been uh, when it comes to manifestation. So if you choose to receive the joy and abundance, then that's exactly what the universe is going to get. And again, receiving abundance or receiving energy, abundance is energy these other worldly beings or they they're energy they are energy beings and we are energy beings and we're just opening our auric fields to them now so that we may receive them and back to your discernment um thing earlier that we talked about randy if you're focusing on bringing beings of love who are here to assist and and serve us in a way right serve humanity on this process of evolving into more love um, right as a, as a way of being and showing up every day then that's what you're going to attract into your field you know and so when people you know are are in our courses and it's like what about the draconians and the reptilians and it's like okay they yeah. exist of course they exist but do, are you going to spend your time focusing on those energy beings or are you going to spend and, your and time? there's a, you have to have another uh, perspective as well just because we as human beings have evolved to believe that everything is um, or that there are other people out there to get us, that may not necessarily be for other species. They may never have evolved in that way where they literally kill each other. <laughs> they may never have ever thought about that. Why would a species want to destroy itself? For them, that could be completely alien. Right. That is exactly. And so a lot of times we, we are projecting our thoughts and our ways, our cultures, our belief systems onto aliens, as we call them. 
Yeah, so, I mean, that's another. It's funny because you know we have no religious connect. You no. know, we're, we're we we don't plug into any kind of you know religious organized um, structure or anything. But you know, we do channel the ascended masters. We channel Yeshua and Mary Magdalene, as, and we have we have channeled Palladians and Syrians. We have and, and Metatron and Melchizedek. I mean, we channeled a lot of different energies, but the Magdalene and Yeshua energies, who are um, two of our primary guides. Yeah. You know, they come forward all the time and say, you know, it's really just a level of consciousness. What we taught on this planet over 2,000 years ago, we're still trying to teach today. Is that <laughs> God, source, goddess, you know, whatever that is, is part of us. We're not separate. So they have this, you know, message of non-duality and oneness over 2,000 years ago, just as Buddha did, you know, before that. And, you know. Is the world more ready to hear? And, you know, this might freak out some of your listeners, but this Yeshua energy, this Jesus, whatever you want to call it, this is not just one particular energy, but it seems to be like universal. It is neither male or female. It just is. And Magdalene is exactly the same. They come through with this perception of what we have of them. But I can tell you what they truly are. They are just love beings. Yeah, and actually for people who really want to go down that quantum rabbit hole with us, on Saturday we are part of the virtual New New Living Expo. Um, And I can't remember if we're on it two or three, but it's, you know, it's virtual and it's free. Um, But we are doing a whole hour on the quantum soul. And so that's kind of what Anthony was talking about, that whether we're referring to Yeshua and Magdalene who once walked walked the earth plane over 2,000 years ago, or if we're talking about us as individuals, right? And for the callers who already called in who are asking all these questions about direction, you know, our soul is made of, of multiple frequencies. It's not one soul. I mean, it is and it isn't, right? The soul is made up of a myriad of frequencies. So we're going to talk about yeah. that in depth on Saturday. And it's one of our favorite um, topics these days just because it's so fascinating, right, to really go into what makes up the soul. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, when I think about Yeshua, Jesus, um, you know, and I think about it in in a human way of thinking, which is is probably incorrect, but it's just kind of humorous to me. It's like he's saying, "Come on, people! I tried to teach this to you like a thousand years ago, and you're still getting it wrong." Um, you know, it, it's got to be like it, 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 this energy has to be so loving in order to keep wanting to do this um, to try to help us because. We've been as a um, as a society um, pretty slow <laughs> about catching on. You know, don't you, you think? Know, I understand what you're yeah, saying, yeah. but that energy of Yeshua would never say that um, that you're slow or that you're not getting it. Right, this energy right. is it is so much of love energy that it would say that you are perfect the way you are and that your paths are perfect and that you are evolving into a much more loving species than ever before. It, and I, and I'll tell you this from a personal standpoint, it will, and for myself, I used to see the glass half empty and then I saw half full and now it's overflowing. And that's exactly what this energy is. It sees everything as overflowing. 
And wow. that's what How tries beautiful. to tell us all the time. Yeah. That we are overflowing with love. We just have to allow ourselves to receive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, that's when that conscious shift really occurs. Amazing. I had an energy healing several years ago and um and they Yeshua and Mary uh, Magdalene came to that healing, you know, and um I was mm-hmm. so I was so grateful for their presence. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just um you know, I was I was just so humbled by the presence. So yeah, this is all That's a you know word. Yeah. A great word because um, humbled is how they make us feel all the time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful word for it. Yeah, exactly. So what I've learned so much today, and um, I just I feel my consciousness just like expanding. It's crazy. I just feel it happening. <laughs> so <laughs> um, yay. I, I really, yay, yay, you did your job. <laughs> I really, you got through. Um, I tend to to absorb these kind of things and receive them pretty well. So I am so excited to have talked to you today. Uh, I can't tell you how much. And I thank you for bringing in all this wisdom of um, the infinite wisdom, I guess, would be the word. It's it's truly amazing. Um, one last question. What is the difference between a mystic and a channeler and a healer? Because there's that distinction of who you are are um, by your publicist. So is there a distinction mm-hmm. between a mystic and a channeler and a healer? That's a, that is a really great question. Is there a difference? You know, I think um, when I think of modern mystic, I think of all the work that we did leading up to actually channeling through the channeling and even now, and, and that's sort of this uh, I almost want to say academic study of really diving into everything from every single culture, from the Vedas and the Bhagavad Gita and the, um, you know, the Gnostic Gospels and, you know, everything that we touch, the, you know, the ancient Egyptian Book of the Dead, all of this ancient wisdom that we've kind of, even the Kabbalah, right, that we've kind of brought into what we know, right, and then the channeling, Part. So that's the external part, and then the um, internal part is where you surrender to all of it, and you're just like, um, it all matters and none of it matters. <laughs> so okay. that's kind of how I see the modern mystic, is you are embracing our history because it's an important part of how we've evolved, you know, how humanity is involved. But at the same time, when you do the inward journey, you simply just need to surrender, and none of it matters. I think it depends on what is this, what do you want to call yourself? How do you see yourself in this lifetime? You know, how do you want to see yourself as a healer, a light worker, mm-hmm. a mystic, right. shaman? What do you, what do you resonate? What with? are you resonating with in this lifetime okay. the most? Yeah, okay. and and that is because you know we're all healers. Everyone yes. really, in essence, we are all able to channel in our own unique ways, and it may not necessarily be the full embodied. Right. Um, you know, literally bringing forth the guides where they can, you know, for us, it's so full embodied, they can see, hear, and taste through us, which is pretty unique. Um, but others, you know, you're all channeling, whether it's through your art, your music, you know, when you're composing a piece, if you're a musician, if you're a landscape artist, it doesn't really matter what you do. You know, spirit is always working through us. 
I in agree. One, yes. In one form or another. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I you know, absolutely doing, agree with that. Yeah, and you're healing when you're doing that, right? People don't mm-hmm. see. People look at healing in a specific way. They don't realize that you know a touch, uh, an embrace, being present with somebody. That's healing. Yeah, I've I've found that um, I channel through my work, you know, with each individual person, because sometimes I I find myself talking about something that I've never talked about before, and then I can't even remember what I said, and I'm like, okay, so that's for you. I tell them that's that's specifically for you, uh, what I'm saying, and um, so I know I know that I do it. I just I don't do it on command, but but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so that's that's it. Boy, we touched on a lot of stuff today. This was fantastic. Well, um, I'm going to let you guys go because we've gone over the hour, and you probably have other things to do. So, but it has been so fun talking with you. Yeah, same here. I'm glad we found out about your show. It's like, wow, this is exciting. It's perfect. <laughs> yes, it is. So. Um, <laughs> Thank you again, Renee. Thank you, Anthony. And, um, Thank and, you. And, and have a wonderful day. And I hope we connect again sometime. Yeah, Most so definitely. do we. We, yeah. would love to, we would love that. Absolutely, okay. Randy. Thank you so much for That's having good. us on. You're welcome. Okay, take care. You All right, too. bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye now. Bye. So we are out of time today. But if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.